This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got questions about transferring a shitty bachelor party and is being a dick the way to get laid. Check it out. Enjoy. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam Fjork Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know right now, listen, you might be coming back from a long road trip. And that, I love those. I love right now. I get a lot of Snapchats and DMs and tweets and thingamabobbers just sent to me saying if you want a car ride with a big crew get that crew subscribed and because that feathers my nuts <laughs> every time i see it it's like you went into the closet got this big 10 foot feather and you grazed me up and down the seam of my ball sack right where the stitching comes together <laughs> right at that point and i go oh, that's the noise you make Ladies, if you hear that noise, you've earned yourself a man, okay? If you are licking the stitches of the ball sack and you hear a guy sound like he just burnt his mouth on pizza, oh, that is when you've earned a boyfriend, right there. So I, it really does feel good that you guys are enjoying and sharing, but please, right now, this is the summertime. Summertime is when J Train really comes in big. I know, I know. You, there's lonely moments. You're sitting there at your job. You're like, I don't fucking like these people. I don't want to think about them. I don't want to think about my life. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Put Papa JT in your ear. Put Uncle J Train, the KOB. Get him in your ear and start listening and help a friend. Give a friend the word of J Train. Keep passing it along. Uh, we're here every Tuesday and Friday, and it's and it's in such an in, enjoyable thing for me. July twenty second. Uh, I'm coming to Washington, D.C., July 22nd, the Kennedy Center, 8.30. I'd love to see some of your faces there because I know that there's a big D.C. following of this podcast. So Kennedy Center, District of Comedy Festival. I'm sure there'll be artwork or something that'll go out, but uh, there's no tickets. It's free, 8.30, so mark your calendar. I hate that it's free because <laughs> not that I don't want you guys to have a free show. I hate that it's they're paying me. Don't worry. They're flying me down. It's going to be great, but... It's now my responsibility to be reminding people. So you, how many times do I have to fucking write July 22nd at 830, you know, to tell people when, when if they had a ticket, if the ticket was a dollar, right. at least they'd have it a ticket. Yeah. The, t- the dollar is worth the, me losing one person coming for the amount of people I don't have to tell that it's July 22nd at 830 at the Kennedy Center. That person that won't pay a dollar is simply not worth attracting. Not anyway. don't don't care about them. Yeah, I care about the hours this month that I've spent telling people like, "Would you say listen to this?" If you're in DC, just put, this is why we need free shit. This podcast is free, but I I uh, <laughs> it just doesn't. There's no skin in the game. I like skin in my game. Yeah, well, especially with comedy because people feel as if they're actually sacrificing to see the show as yes. opposed to showing up and being like, this better we'll, be we'll good. We'll see. This better be good. Yeah. This is my free minute that I yeah. didn't spend anything on. Let me bring on the guest today. I, 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 the uh, OKP, 
original key player, Mike Cannon. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me, pal. Always I, a pleasure. Has anybody tried to match you with energy? Because I feel like you have a singer's diaphragm. Like you Thank truly you. March, belted that out. March to a minute. Yeah. Hashtag March to a minute. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get there one day. But you know, every day we we push forward. Is that what you're doing? You're better. building your air. I'm building my air. I'm gonna get to a minute one of these days. My sister is a professional voiceover actress, and she also knows she can teach vocal lessons. Really? If you want instructions on how to expand your diaphragm want buddy need jessica cannon oh my god right I'm, yeah. I'm gonna give her a call i uh i am mike cannon on all platforms at i am mike cannon he's got a show coming up you're ta- you're doing an album i am yeah you're putting it <laughs> i gotta i gotta you're get putting it going. down on paper <laughs> the album moment and you're gonna be so listen if you're in new york city and you want to see a fantastic show because mike is great and so funny July 16th at New York Comedy Club. It's at 7 and 9.15. There's yes, two right. shows. You know, when you tape an album, right, you do mm-hmm. two shows. Yeah, yeah. When you mix them together. Exactly. To try and get something that you can say to someone at a show, hey, here's something else to walk away with, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I have some stuff on YouTube, but I mm. always think that I'm probably better represented in some sort of long form. Or you know, I, I hoard. Just... People ask me, well, let me see more stand-up. And I'm like, nah, yeah. you, you come see it. Mm-hmm. at the showroom. I, I I try to keep as much stand-up off online as possible. And it's it's funny because, you know, people with comedy, they they come see you because they know you from something else. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never once had somebody been like, I've come back because I saw yeah. you once before. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that's the goal is to get to a point where, like, you can just do stand-up. But, like, there's all, you know, you have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Irish, Irish Goodbye. Irish podcast, Goodbye. Yeah. When does it come out? Uh, it comes out every Monday. So every Monday you have mm-hmm. a podcast, but like people like your podcast, yeah. Irish Goodbye, go find it, go support it. I've um, had people come out from that, and they they're, they're, but then they're they, pleasantly surprised that I'm capable at stand up. I know. Well, this is the thing. They <laughs> a lot of podcast listeners that haven't seen me do shows, they're like, you can see them sitting there being like, please let this be good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like I trusted you. I brought and, all and my friends. Brought all my friends. I had a guy that came to a show at Caroline's the other night with his dad. Oh. And he came up afterwards and the show was like, you know, the crowd, it was, I was on at the end and I, I had fun. You right, know, right. I, I didn't think it was a bad show, but you know, there were definitely like half the crowd was like in and half mm-hmm. the crowd was like, yeah, we're done with the show. Right, right. <laughs> and yeah. I remember he came up to me after and he was very nice. His dad was very nice and he listens to the podcast and he was like, you know, they were very complimentary, but he was like. You know, he was like, that was a tough crowd. And, oh, you know, <laughs> which the worst response the worst. ever is the, the empathy where it's the, like, hey, man, I still love you. But that was tough, huh? That was tough. And <laughs> it's like I when you come to a show like you, and he was like, but I like, you know, it's like right. I, I was happy with the set because I was like, oh, everyone there was happy. And there and like tough. You never have to say to a comic tough crowd. We know better than anyone in the room. Yeah, we felt uh, all of them. Um, but it's also like, you know, for him, he was like, I, you know, I think he was like, I liked it. It was good. He wanted to let me know yeah, yeah, yeah. that like, oh, you, you did it. <laughs> you know, just to know <laughs> that I wasn't disappointed. Don't think. And I think there was a little bit on it. Like I was judging the sure, audience. Yeah. Um, but there is that thing where they find you from. And like you go see like a lot of the the biggest comedies, comics alive. Most of them you were found via other things. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you ever have like because your fan base, I would assume you definitely have females, but is it primarily male? No, this is uh, there's. I think there's. We're like really fifty fifty. That's think. excellent. Yeah. So, but do you have the guys that listen to it that also feel really weird about getting sensitive with you? With the like, you know, you're great. I like you. And then yeah, you there's to, like, this kind of qualify it with there, like, I'm no fag. There was one kid that came to the show and he was very nice. He came in Boston, and you could tell like he's a he was a fan, and I was happy mm. that he was a fan. And but he spent the first minute of me walking out on stage just screaming. Oh, good. <laughs> it's like, I got it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy you like it. So happy to have you here. <laughs> but like, let's put it away yeah. for two seconds so I can say hi to the people who don't know why the fuck you're screaming. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know, because right. in, in those audiences, there's people that are like, we don't know that. We, sh- we got right. a group on. We came to comedy. Yeah, we came to comedy. <laughs> so listen, we got to go. Get, we got we to gotta fill up this show. July 16th, New York Comedy Club, 7 and 9, 15. Yeah. Tickets are already doing pretty good. And I have Yamanika okay. opening. So, oh, so funny. Yeah, I mean, she's the best. And, and people really were going well to. She, ju- so. she was just on the podcast. Excellent. So people loved her. So July 16th, New York Comedy Club. You can go to their website. You go to your website and get yeah, tickets. Yeah, MikeCannonComedy.com. It's literally everywhere that you could possibly find me on social on media. On Twitter, I am Mike Cannon. Yep. Instagram, I am Mike Cannon. So let's do some emails. You ready? Hell yeah, man. You know how this works. I love having an OKP on because we can just 
peel one off the top. Goddamn right. Right? We can just get this going right away. Hey, Papa JT, I've got diarrhea coming on, so i got to make this short and sweet. Thank you. <laughs> on, uh, an old friend who I used to like two years ago recently came back, came back into my life and after my recent breakup with my girlfriend. Last Monday, she texted me asking what I was doing. Her texts were very smiley and flirty. I ended up inviting her to my place to watch The Bachelorette. She gets to my place around 1030 with a bottle of wine. We have a lot of fun talking, catching up, as well as talking about every very personal things like sexual preferences, etc. The night goes on, and we end up taking into my bedroom on the bed till 4 a.m. She invites me to sleep in my bed with her because my couch is uncomfortable, and uh, I agree to, but when I get in bed, she stays on her side of the bed, and when I was very tired, so I f- just fell asleep. Following morning, I start slowing, touching, I start slowly touching, rubbing her, you know, the type of shit you do when you cud. <laughs> and after a while it ends up with us full spoon and me holding her at this point i rubbed her everywhere except that puss oh. man that just made me almost gay yeah <laughs> i rubbed her everywhere except that puss i thought the cud was the worst part yeah. of that and then he followed it up with a <laughs> double bagger <laughs> my alarm to get start getting ready for work goes off and she got uh, she gets ready to go ask if uh, i was free friday which i am she says she'll text me and leaves Later that afternoon, I texted her with news about me getting accepted into nursing home, nursing school minutes before, and we exchanged about six to seven texts, and she stops replying the rest of the day. Those texts were not so smiley or as flirty as before. I then texted her the next morning, which is this morning, asked her to hang today. She says she can only tonight after class around 10 again. Her texts were neither flirty nor smiley, but she says it's let's plan hanging out after class. My question is, she gaming me being flirty at first and then dry? Basically, I just want to know if she's into me. You demand peace. What do you think? It sounds like she may be just also coming off a breakup, too, and might, might want to, like, pad her self-esteem. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I hear that. She knows that this guy probably had some feelings for her, and she sees that he's, like, kind of freshly available. Yeah. So she's, like... Someone oh, to lean on. Exactly. Someone to, you know, someone to hang with. I... I yeah. also think he kind of he bobbled the whole thing when he didn't make a full move yeah. in the bed. I mean, you know, it's better to get kind of turned down and then be like, you know what? Second thought, I'll go to the couch. The lumps are better than the lumps I'm taking in this yeah. bed. <laughs> so. It's also here's the the thing that I see a lot with guys today mm. is there's so much fuck talk. There's so- <laughs> <laughs> there's so much talk about penis and vagina that yeah. this guy missed the penis through the trees. This guy missed the penis through the pubes. Okay. Okay. I, I think <laughs> he missed the boner through the pubes because was, was that the Ryan Gosling that, movie? The Ryan boner through the pubes. <laughs> it's that's it's coming out this fall. It's a it's a you know an Oscar contender boner sure. through the pubes. Uh, I just think he 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 was so because con- you can see in his email like my tentacles go up my little my mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm feeling sad. there's a tinge to this email that's. Sex means she likes me. Right, right, right. You know, he's like, I rubbed her everywhere except that puss. And it's like, dude, you were on the couch with her drinking wine, divulging personal things. Why didn't you ever kiss? Yeah. Where was the kiss? And why are we overlooking kissing? Why is he going like, if we didn't fuck and now there's no smiley faces, I guess it's over, right? What? No. Why didn't you ever, like, why are we skipping steps? And there's something to say for taking your time. Yes. She probably would also appreciate it as well. Like, you're not... You're not just skipping right to fucking. And also, yeah. this is why technology is fucking, you know, fucking with the hookup game and also just romance in general. Yeah. Is because this guy is super confident via text. Yes. And then he gets in front of her and even with a bottle of vino pumping through his he, veins. He, he couldn't French her. Yeah. Not he couldn't thing. lean over and take that chance. And that's what he needs to work on. Yeah. I think you you have to work on. And, and it's also, you know, I was I was hanging out with this girl one time and I remember we hung out. For, we had a history. Okay, we're hanging out at this bar and we're talking and I was like and I had shit to do the next day. So I was like, hey, this is I got to go. And she comes out. She's like walks outside with me and you could tell she was kind of upset. And then we made out in the street and I was like, "Okay, we made out." And I go, hey, this has been fun. Let's do this again. I got to go. And then she proceeded to be like, well, you don't want to fucking hang out with me. And I was like, no, we we just kiss. We just made I'm. I'm happy. We just made out, and it's she was a lovely like, nightcap. "And and I, yeah, the good nightcap to a good night. We got to see each other again. We had a history. Mm-hmm. Um, that's me saying I like you, yeah, or I like you, or in whatever way. That's not me saying enough I, for this not to be the only time we hang out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> yeah. but then the rest of the night, she just fucking kept texting, and I had shit to do the next day. I'm yeah. not even like, 
whether I'm making it up or not, live in my reality, okay? I had shit to get to, and we made out just then on the street, had a whole night together, and she's like, I just feel like we didn't get enough time. I'm like, but that was the time we got, and I had a good time. Now you're making me feel like I am an asshole for having a good time paying for your drinks and kissing you. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. And it's this whole thing of making your... So what these people do and what this guy's kind of doing is making his confidence issues her issues. Right. And this is what the girl was doing in the street. Her confidence issues of like whether she could live with herself and know that like, hey, we had a good night together. We'll get together again because I'm confident that I'm a good person that he wants to hang out with. She couldn't just do that. She had to say, well, you must not like me. Right, right. And that's what this guy's doing. He's he <laughs> for for go for goes a kiss, mm-hmm. and, and he's saying the only way he can say that someone likes him is if she tears off his pants and just starts sucking away. Yeah. And it's like he's missed step one, two, three, and four right. to get to number five. Yeah, you can't go straight from flirty text right to the actual hookup. There no. still has to be that moment. Like I have a very similar French story. kissing is fucking awesome. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you learn everything you need to know from a good French kiss. You yeah. know how that sexual thing is going to be. Oh my God. And if ever. you're skipping that, of course you're going to be like, well, what about the smiley emojis? Because you don't fucking know shit. Right. You never got even the little bit uh, physical with him, with her or him before even getting the most physical. Yeah. We were, no, I, I have a similar story, so I guess this guy shouldn't do what I did, but I went, this was when I went to Geneseo, mm-hmm. and I was flirting all year long with this really good-looking girl on my, on my floor, Tara, and we had like kind of just been missing each other, because I was hooking up with somebody, yeah. she was hooking up with somebody, then it finally got to the point where we were each single, mm. so we went with the whole floor to see Exorcism of Emily Rose when oh, that was out, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember that. And uh, so we come <laughs> back, she's scared, I'm like, same situation, I'm holding her in her bed, we're like, kind of like lightly grazing each other, sure. but nothing like extreme. Extremely sexual, but it was actually better than if we had fucked. Yes. So the next day, I, we were still flirty. We're still like kind of talking, but it wasn't like the same vibe. It was just kind of like we just missed, you know, kind of yeah. two boats passing each other. So that night, to like call back to the magic of the movie, at 3 a.m., I crab crawled upside down into her room <laughs> and started talking in tongues like Emily wrote she screamed so loud yeah. that the entire floor emptied onto the onto the hallway and I got written up and we yeah. never hooked up that's <laughs> hilarious yo that's the that's the thing you were looking for you know, recapture. To, to recapture that moment where instead you could have just been like hey can I come over want to hang out yeah. and just kiss Yep. You know, it, 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 it's fucking crab walk. Oh, he's bringing back all the worst memories of that night. That's so brutal. Yeah, every part that she didn't like. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon. Go follow him, support him. He's going to be at New York Comedy Club July 16th taping an album. So it's going to be the best stuff. Damn right. Yeah. Coming, it's all of it. Hammering him over the head. Thrown at you. <laughs> Dear J Train. I'd consider myself a solid man samp. So Chris, the old oh, yeah. producer, considered himself an 888 okay, yeah. on the rating scale. But I'm too nice during parties. How Wait, can does I that be- include body? Face, body, personality. Chris Mansamp thought he had an eight body? This is what he, 888. Do they know what he looks like? This is, this is, no, like, listen, I love people. I think he's an attractive guy, <laughs> but he's a fucking scalp oh, underneath the t-shirt. Oh, man, here we go. <laughs> 888 this is a, this is a, this is I listen I won't deny him what he you are your best you are what you think you, you know are what what you feel in your heart that's what you that's are That's your yeah exactly This guy writes I consider myself a solid man Sam 888 but I'm too nice during parties how can I be more of a dick and get laid by some fine ladies thanks for everything What And then he writes PS what's classic Shelbs area code Oh that's a good Shelby one. what do you consider yourself in Say what's in your heart. Let's just go six six six. Wow. <laughs> Which oddly fits. Wait, wait, yeah, that, yeah, this is that couldn't better encapsulate a person. I've, his fucking six, eyebrows six, even six. arched at the same time. Yeah, the last I, yeah, it got hot in here all yeah. of a sudden. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Uh, this question is way. Uh, this is misguided to say the least. Uh-huh. <laughs> How can I be more of a dick to get laid by some fine lady? Do you believe you have to be a dick to get laid? No, I don't think that. But I, I think mystery certainly plays a role. Like the best that I did in college was when I would like 
by accident get too drunk and like Irish goodbye a chick in the middle of uh, like doing pretty well flirting wise. Mm-hmm. But it was completely my own alcoholism that was yeah. to blame for it. But for whatever reason, it kind of worked. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's not being a dick. I think no, I, I just, think yeah. I think what you're saying is right. I think um, not needing to have sex gets you sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's the key. I think it's um, you know that's why married guys all think that they would could get any girl in the bar. Every guy with a girlfriend thinks that it's so easy to go hook up because right. they're having natural conversations with girls that a guy who's not married is their conversations aren't natural. They're all gimme gimme gimme. How do I get naked Be, with you? And being too needy and shit. Like too w- needy. women like to pet golden retrievers. They don't want to fuck one. Yes. Do you know what I mean? They don't want somebody <laughs> sniffing around their ass yeah. all the time trying. Cause it's and this so whole idea, let's let's palpable. stop this whole idea of you have to be a dick to get laid. And I know that's like the 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 you know the the cliche that's gone back how yeah. many years? Oh, the bad boy. It's not the bad boy. It's the confident guy who doesn't need shit from you. That works for like a ten. If you're a dick, you better be really attractive. Because yeah. Typically, that won't look for for a man. I, I think yeah. I think <laughs> I think for this guy, you go to the bar. I think going to the bar and having fun. And your goal, if your goal is to have fun, dancing. Hang with your buddies, joking, yeah. ball busting. Hey, nice to meet you. You want to drink with us? And being open, it, that's the guy that gets yes. laid. And the person that doesn't get inside his own head at every five seconds. And then what you do, hey, you, if, once you start talking to a girl, it's going to become very apparent. Right. You know, like I, I was hanging with this one girl at the bar and I did one touch. You, you, all, all it is is really happy to be there. Happy to go home alone because I'm good with me. Yeah. And that's really what it is. It's not, oh, I got to neg her. And I had, I've had girls coming up to me all the time and I'm so turned off. I, I, I go, oh, you were kind. Like I, I was at a show. A girl came up to me after the show and was like, you were kind of funny. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's what my parents did to me to make me get this <laughs> career. Please don't rehash. Yeah. And it's, all, it's, it's also like, ah, uh, cool. Thank what And what I do, I just always say, like, thank you for coming. I appreciate right. it. I'm uh, happy you had a good time. I put the words in people's mouths when they come to the shows. Yes. I, I don't let them, like, when they, when, I'll have girls come to me all the time after the show. Yeah, you were okay. Yeah. And it's like, oh, please. Can, can I please talk to you more? Yeah. No. I need more of that. <laughs> I need more feeling awful about my career. Yeah. So I always say, hey, uh, I go, I la- I fake laugh and I go, well, I'm happy you had fun. Thank you for coming. And then I walk away. Yeah. Because I'm think- not looking for that sparring competition. Is that a new trend that women are trying out because they saw that it worked for men? Because I, I haven't been single for a really long time. I but, see it a lot. But I was in a bar on the Lower East Side, like 13th and A, and I'm mm. waiting for the bathroom. And I'm wearing like jogger khakis or whatever and like Jordans or something like that that look like kind of trainer shoes and Mm -hmm. and just kind of a light jacket and she walks up to me and I'm waiting online for the bathroom and she goes did you like just come from the gym (laughs) and I'm like what and she's like like why why are you wearing those shoes and I'm like well because they're comfortable yeah and 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 they're Jordans like like what and she's like and that jacket and I was like does this work for you I was like, I understand that you're 22 and attractive, but yeah. I will spit in your face. <laughs> I don't fucking know you. I don't owe you anything. I don't get that. It never worked. I, I, I guess it, the only way it works is if, like, then you come back and be, like, like right. shitty. But I don't even have the energy anymore. No. You know? Honestly, it's, like, it's almost similar to shaming somebody. Like, you can't you, – the only way you can shame somebody is if they already feel shame. Yeah. So the only way to neg somebody is if they already have those feelings about themselves. Of course. So if you actually read the person correctly and then just be like, oh, that hip's weird. And then they just kind of, like, click. That's, like, something they've thought of for eight years. Uh, how did you know about my weird hip lifestyle? <laughs> I, I think this guy, what he needs to do is go out and have fun with friends and worry about that and yes. the rest comes to you. And I know that's hard advice to, like, take. But also, why don't you look at a girl in the face and be like, hey, I'm I'm Jared. Nice I'm a, to meet I'm a you. Fucking catch. Yeah, like, and it's like, that added, and then added. what? You, the The move is you talk, you have fun. Where are you from? What do you do? And if there's a connection, you guys will have more to talk about than just that. If yeah. there's no connection, yeah, you'll probably end the conversation there. Yeah. And then if it keeps going, touch a leg, touch a leg, touch a leg. Just graze a fucking leg yeah. and see how that goes. Touch a leg. Want to do a shot? 
Touch a leg, wanted to do a shot. Touch a leg, wanted to do a shot. That's the move. Yep. Do you know what was a fun thing my friends and I used to do? Is like if we were talking to a girl and there was kind of that energy, but we weren't sure how it was going to go, I'd put my hand on my leg next to hers and then mm. reach out my pinky and Ooh. touch my pinky on her leg lightly. And yeah. when she noticed it, it would, I'd be like, that was there for about eight minutes. <laughs> Thanks of, for coming to me. Just a fun little bar joke. That, that's, I've been touching your leg for yeah. eight minutes. Yeah. I've been waiting for you to see that. That's funny. But that was also a good point that you made where showcase yourself around your friends. Like you want to make yourself be the most appealing you could possibly be. So get a good aquarium for you to blend into. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like be a show, a show fish in yeah. an aquarium that suits you. With all your friends that are around you, and that's how you it's are. Mag- it's a magnet. It's you and your natural state. What's better than that? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. This one's called Bang the Frat Bros X. Kind of like her. The X is visiting this weekend. Yo, Papa, help me out. Link to a feather. So he sent me a feather. Oh, nice. I'm coming at you with a situation that involves me, a bed, and my fraternity brother's ex. Yeah, I banged her. Good, good work. Just I love, I love that he just left. No room for you to even guess. Nope. No. Some it's background bad. info. We all go to a mid-tier ACC school. Your stereotypical hard work, play harder situation. Wake Forest. Before the breaking up, they had. Oh, <laughs> was I correct? <laughs> no. <laughs> Before breaking up, they had dated on and off for a little over a year, but decided to break it off for good near the end of the school year. While they were still dating, whenever I saw this girl out at the bars, we ended up talking for hours, like no joke, hours on end about gay BS that my friends would castrate me for. Got to be a little gay to get laid. Am I right? I've said that a lot. That's true. Long story short and post breakup, sexual tension plus sliding into the DMs. Yes, it works. Has led to a solid three weeks of banging. It's worth noting that we were both in major East Coast city for internship. We hang out too and do the stereotypical couple shit. So yes, I actually like this girl and could see it going where, going somewhere. To complicate things, she will be abroad during the fall, but we decided to cross that bridge when we get here. Here's the dilemma. Her ex is visiting this weekend. I think he's staying at a mutual friend's house outside the city. Might cross paths. To her credit, she gave me a heads up and said that they might be hanging this upcoming weekend because of the whole mutual friends things. But understandably, I'm still very uncomfortable with the whole situation as a whole. She also asked me and is unsure about if she should tell him about seeing each other. So two questions. Yeah. How do I handle the frat brother's ex dynamic? Staying cordial with the bro and not coming off as a jealous douche to her. Two, what should I do about piss about her going abroad in the fall? I want to date this girl, but not entirely sure how to go about it. Note, she'll be a junior and I'll be graduating for next after next spring. Uh, also, she's very independent and shit. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> <laughs> also, she's an independent woman with a great with a three point nine average. What, what, what do you think? I mean, um, I feel like he just hit the trifecta of how this is. Also, not this was work. titled "Token Black Listener." I don't know why that had anything to do. Oh, with yeah, it. Well, we just want bang the frat. Okay, so what I, do we? I feel like that's like. I mean, this is not going to work. It doesn't see. This is an ex. This is a friend's ex. Mm. There, he's coming to visit, which they're going to have sex. It's going to one hundred. You think that's going to happen? Yeah, I don't. I have no doubt. Man, this guy just started whatsoever. sweating. I mean, I'm sorry. This sucks, but you know, it's just one of those things. Where it's also should... weird that she's like getting in front of it, being like, "Hey, we're gonna hang out." Yeah, yeah. Like, I get the mutual friends thing, but isn't he a mutual friend if he's a sure fr- fraternity brother? Mm-hmm. Or it seems like they're not as close as maybe the right. guy and him are not as close as maybe she is. And right, he right, is with right. the girl and she is with the guy. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. It just seems like, yeah, getting out in front of it is kind of like something that makes me a little wary. But I think this guy might be, you know, cut your losses and just be like, wow, I just had three weeks of good pussy. Yeah. This chick is going to probably hang out with her ex. and Put that pussy in the pocket. Yeah. Walk away. And if it works out after she goes abroad, then that's all great. But if you're trying to forge a relationship with a friend's ex Right yeah. before she leaves for another country, let's not hope it's Spain because she's going to get her ass eaten three times a week <laughs> if she goes there. Uh, you know, then Barcelona <laughs> yeah, loves ba- some enough. That's how they got the th because it's yeah. just always lodged in a sphincter. <laughs> Barcelona, Barcelona, I want to eat your enough. <laughs> Let me see that enough. I I think um, I think you're right. I I do think he's too much too soon. I yeah. know he's like liking what's going on with this girl. 
I don't think there's any good way to like bring it up to your buddy that you guys are like been yeah. hanging out. Um, I think that's up to her. Yeah. I don't think that's your responsibility. Like, I think it's up to her to put up the wall of saying like, hey, we're not together anymore. Right. And you can't force her to do that. You can't say to her, hey, you need. And that's too soon, too. You can't say to her, hey, make sure you tell him that we're right. something right now and put up those. Ba- you need to act like this is all normal. Yeah. He you has to be pro choice. You got to be pro choice. <laughs> you have to let the dude come. If he if you end up hanging, hang with him, hang with her. It's not it's like it's never even like old times. Right. And you need to say to her, hey, uh, let's hang out later. Like make it like a normal weekend where he just happens to be around. Right. You don't have to hide your life, you know, just because he's coming around. And if he says something, you say, uh, yeah, we've been hanging out a lot. Um, I hope that's OK because they're broken up. Yeah, and you know, they didn't the, even date for that long. It was on and off for a year. Yeah. So it's like, and it's college. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. And that's the whole point of this is you need to play this as if this is ending once she goes abroad. Yep. Which is casual, casual, casual. So if he's coming, yeah, we've been kind of hanging out. Like, don't make it a big fucking thing. Right. So when Well, you, and also don't, like, choke hold her and try to show off your dominance or is, relationship. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Be, be totally yeah. cool as if you guys aren't having sex. Yep. And that can be fun in itself. Little you know, game. Little game. Little little. who knows what. Little kind of we making know, eyes across yeah. the bar every once in a while. Like we yeah. have it secret. Transitive property. I know her vagina. You know her vagina. Maybe we know each other's penis. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like. Well, you <laughs> through know, osmosis. Yeah, through osmosis. <laughs> I'm just saying to this guy, put it away. Put away the ego stuff. Put away that they're hanging out. If she goes and hooks up with this guy as an ex... Maybe you were just something to hold her over until she got back to the ex. So feel lucky for having learned that through this weekend. If, you know, she's texting you after their hangout with the mutual friends and says, I'm going to actually be uh, looking to go out later if you're around. Then, you know, hey, she's having the same interest as you. This is kind of like a test to see her interest level as well. But I also think once she goes abroad, you're going to say, hey, let's see what happens in the spring. Maybe we keep together. But I think you need to be more loose with this because he's trying right now he's trying to plan before it happens and that can't be done and also that is not sexy no she's not gonna look at that and be like well we have this contract now laid out and i can speak to my ex for this many hours no that's all fucked up yeah yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com i am mike cannon at i am mike cannon all platforms july 16th new york comedy club 7 and 9 15 go to the shows you're gonna love them Dating app. There's a couple uh, dating app questions. Nice. I love a bachelor party. <laughs> I love a bachelor party. What's up, J Train? Love the podcast. Long time listener. I'm coming to you for wedding related advices. That seems to be your specialty. Also, because the only other podcast I really listen to is Malcolm Gladwell, and he hasn't responded. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Malcolm's going to be getting to you about your bachelor party issues. My older brother, he's 29, I'm 26, is getting married this fall, and the bachelor party is at the end of the summer. The best man pitched his idea for a bachelor party as a boys' weekend in a major ski town. Think Aspen. So he's the brother, not the best man. Yeah, that hurts. Well, it's a little rough. Well, maybe they weren't close growing up. Everyone is into it. Then he comes to us having already paid for a cottage an hour away from that ski town. The cottage looks beat up, small, and it's nowhere near civilization. Yeesh. Yeah, we kind of went into this a couple episodes ago with like being married to an itinerary when someone's like planning yeah. something out. And it's like, you need to have loose plans and need people to be on board and for these loose plans. Yeah, my bachelor party, dude, we went, we went up to Lake George and we just had two nights in a hotel and then we camped out on mm. an island to do mushrooms for two days. Fucking that great. was literally the only itinerary. <laughs> but <laughs> there was a plan. Yeah. But there was a plan. There was so a plan to get drugs. There was a plan, was a plan. to do There drugs, was planning yeah. associated with that. What I'm saying is you went in with like, here's the plan, here's what I want to do. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, you need yeah. the group to be like, ah, exactly. and then you do need someone driving the boat. Yep. You can't just go. So you're right. It's my brother isn't someone that would want a Vegas bachelor party, but I don't think he wants to be just a bunch of dudes getting drunk for three days, sharing beds in a cabin. I'm not looking to piss off the best man as I understand these things come off, come with a lot of pressure to plan, although I am pissed with the bait and switch of what the weekend was. I guess what I want to know is how what I should do or bring to make this weekend a little more fun. Also should be noted, the bride's brother was invited 
And I'm not sure why, because he's not really friends with my brother and is super fucking awkward. In the email chain for the weekend, he said he'll be making sure my brother doesn't do anything that wouldn't upset his sister. He ended that email asking for a ride there and back. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Uh, what do we think? My advice is to like invite that kid to a car and then set that car on fire before you fucking leave. <laughs> that kid sucks and is going to make sure that this party is the worst ever. <laughs> at, at least the time, my friends, I, didn't, I actually didn't end up going to this bachelor party, but I'll sell them down the river. They went to New Orleans, but ended up staying like 20 minutes outside of the city. Yeah. So they were basically ordering like degrade whores to the apartment and like, <laughs> it was just an embarrassing situation yeah but the brother was there of the of the bride and he goes i can't stand my sister i want to go on record oh my god i think you're making a huge mistake said this he to the guy said this in the middle of the whole party and was like and i am here to guarantee that something happens that hopefully just sets so that guy came in <laughs> literally the like a fucking opposite. a, a yeah. firecracker yeah just like I want this to be the weekend of my life, and was instantly beloved by everybody. He, ha he this guy yeah. that is just this injected cancer into the situation is not going to make this fucking well. Weird he's got you got to you got to go with it because yeah. like you're he, here's where he is, and I hear what he's saying. I think what you okay. He's got time. He says at the end of the summer. I hope I, that kid is short money too <laughs> <laughs> on the cottage. I would say um, whew, this is a tough one. Mm. A lot of parts doesn't sound like the type of bachelor party I would want to be on cottage three hours away. I don't know what. And just understand that we're all 10% away from each other. Right. And it, there's someone else that feels the same way as you. Oh, yeah. What I do in these situations is I am a what you would call a rabble rouser. OK, I would not let this go. I and as the brother, you do have a right to help out this party in whatever way you can. So I do mm. think it, it, it's not that he's 10 removed. You know, he's the brother of the, of the groom. He has a chance. So what I would do, I would email the guy directly. I would say, hey, I would email the group. I would, two things. Here's your move. You email your brother. You say, what do you feel about the cabin outside the woods versus staying in the ski town? Yeah. Get his feelings. See what he wants. If he says, yeah, it seems kind of weird, but we'll figure it out. Just say to him, hey, if we could stay in the ski town, do you think it would be a better trip? And if he gives you the go ahead, you say, OK, you get in touch with the guy and be like, hey, man, I just talked to my brother. He kind of wants to stay inside the town. Is there any way you, you kind of went ahead and made this? Yeah, you yeah. know, is there any way to get your security deposit back and us try to get something inside the town? And, and let's and then you say to him, let's team up on making this the best party possible. Yeah. And at, be someone that's helping him because this guy right now is alone and he probably feels a lot of pressure. That's why he probably went and did the room all right away. He was like, Freaked out. I got to get it done. <laughs> I just want to make sure it's done. If that guy doesn't take it well, then you say, okay, no problem. And you are come equipped with lots of games and things to do. Yeah. And, you know, start getting ready for a cabin in the woods three hours outside of wherever you you're going. You could definitely make that fun for sure. But totally. yeah, if there is another option that would. But the brother-in-law, the weird brother-in-law, the future brother-in-law, you need to treat him as if he's um, mentally challenged. I was and say the exact same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. If you're gonna, you have to be like, "Hey, good to see you." Dangle keys. Dangle keys. You have to be totally positive with him. You can never be negative with the brother-in-law. You have to treat him as if he's got, you know, he's got a deficiency. Yeah. Because he does. He has a social deficiency, and he's a. Uh, and anytime he says something like that, you have to play it off as a joke. We had a guy at my buddy's bachelor party, and. Uh, we, I bought my buddy a king's crown and scepter and everything, right. and we kept walking around with him dressed as a king. That's awesome. And he had a crown and a cape, and we were walking around the city. And I remember he had this one dude that was like, you know, he was like, he was a fine, fine enough guy, nice guy, but you could like, he was like the, you know, he's the wild card, but right, he was right. nice and everything. But you, but we treated him as if he was mentally challenged. At one point, he wanted the king's crown. We just gave him the whole uniform. <laughs> And he kept walking around and being like, he kept going, hear me, hear me. And we kept repeating, hear me, hear me. He became like a big joke and yeah. he kind of played into that character. Of so course. you have these people who aren't used to being around big social groups and aren't good in those situations. If you just give them a character and you're happy about it, right. they fit into it. Yeah. So don't worry about this guy. Don't get down on him. Prop him up. 
Watch The Hangover and see how they treated Alan. Exactly. It sounds exactly like it's that. It's very similar. As for the cabin, get to your brother. Just be like, what do you think of this cabin? Do you want it or do you not want it? Then you say to the guy, uh, separate emails. You don't bring it to the group. And you say to him, I just want to help you make this the best time as possible. I think the cabin's a mistake. I think we should be saying at the And give him options. Don't, yeah. don't be negative bachelor party guy, right. negative itinerary guy without six options to help make it a better itinerary. Because at the and, very least, he put in work. Yes. Yeah. And, and at the very least, you can say to the group, A or B. Or say, you can say, and everyone can go, and you can get a feel for everyone be like, ah, that's the way we want to go. Mm -hmm. And it, also, you're going to be skiing. That's The ski bachelor party, I think, is a great fucking time. I've awesome. done it before, and it keeps you honest with drinking. Like, it doesn't make it so you're just sitting in a bar room all the time. <laughs> you actually go out, you do two runs at the most, and then yeah. you sit in a bar all day, and you try and hit on chicks. It's great. And it's like... You know, the guy saying, don't get my brother in trouble. Your brother doesn't want to fucking fuck another woman. Like, I, yeah. you know, nine, nine out of ten times, the groom isn't going out and fucking another woman. No. You have nothing to worry about there. So, like, don't even, like, take that as a real, a real joke to make. Yeah, like, yeah. he's not going to watch him drinking and be like, oh, my sister won't like that. No. She said six, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not what he's doing. What he's trying to say is don't fuck a girl. And it's like, that's right. ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, and also a fair thing for a family member yes. to say. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do... Let's do a lady. It's a little quick. Let's go to a lady email. Dating and depression. Okay. Uh, this I and then they wrote in parentheses, to. not as depressing as it sounds. Hello, Judge Jew T. <laughs> Cue the music. The email is from a female. Thanks for making my workday fly by. I barely check the time on my movement watch. Shout out to my friend who got me into the podcast. You might remember her from her late night coworker drunk DM dilemma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to a show in Toronto soon. Puts maple scented feather down. I'm trying to get to Toronto. I think there's a lot of Toronto people that listen to this. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, what is that? The comedy underground there or something It's a like comedy that? bar. We tried to comedy work something bar, out with yeah. it. It didn't work out, but... <gasps> That's how I hiccup. Uh, anyways, on to the advice. I'm getting back from into the dating game after a long-term relationship. Tinder wasn't an option the last time I was single. I also have a history with depression and severe anxiety. Thanks to therapy, some good medication, and even better friends, I'm in a good place, and things are going well. But depression and anxiety are things that will, I will always have to manage. My last relationship was a, with a close friend, and I didn't have to worry about disclosing deep stuff since we, knew, since we knew each other well. So my general question is, when should I disclose my depression to someone I'm getting to know? I don't want to drop a bombshell that makes things too serious too soon, but I also don't want to be dishonest and lure someone into a relationship if they can't handle dating someone who gets a little sad. Thanks. It gets sad. I don't want to dismiss. Yeah, yeah. With, thanks for your inevitably helpful and hilarious advice. What do you think? I mean, I also think at this point in 2017, depression isn't like telling somebody you have HIV anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that pretty much – a lot of fucking people can really relate yeah. to. So if the conversation kind of finds itself into some weird existential stuff, you can say like, oh yeah, I've, I've, I've battled with that stuff before and it's something, you know, that uh, I kind of, continue having to maintain be honest in a light way i wouldn't do it immediately for no. sure not at all i would probably wait till like a third date i don't know I, but i don't know if it's something that has to be rolled out right on a contract well, that's what i mean like, you can't be like i have her it's not i have herpes like yeah, before it, you fuck it yeah, doesn't matter it's i i think um the way you just said it was so right like where it's like yeah, this is a part of my life. I'm dealing with it. I'm mm -hmm. doing well. Um, but I take some medication, you know, to yeah. help me out. Like, I, like I think, like, uh, you know, talking about it as if it's um, in your daily routine, yeah, is really the way to do it. So it's like, <clears throat> I don't think there has to be. First of all, do it when you're ready. Yeah, don't don't feel like you have to like get in front of it. But if you want, if it's something important to you to, that to say, you're gonna know when the right time is to say it. You're mm -hmm. gonna say. Oh, I'm I'm ready to let this. You don't have to like be, you know, put the thing across the table and be like, and here's the amount of yeah. times I see my therapist. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, here's my kids. <laughs> yeah, like I I, I think um, I'm always comfortable when someone is comfortable, like hearing stuff from people when yep. they're comfortable with them themselves. The least favorite. I once hooked up with this girl, and I'll never forget it. We we're like hooking up. We're in bed, and then. 
we're about like we're naked and i'm like do you want to get a con like can i get a condom whatever and she's just like you said do you want to <laughs> you were hoping she said no please no no <laughs> i was like can i get a me? condom and uh <laughs> she went into this like mode where she was like, I can't, I, I, I just not now. Right. Like she went into this like kind of freak out moment. And I was like, Oh, something, mm-hmm. something's off. And she was like, I, and I go, what's wrong? I go, we don't have to have sex. I was just like, well, is there something I can help with? Like what's wrong? Right. And she's like, I just can't talk about it. And I was like, okay. Um, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's, you know, let's just lay down and we'll fall asleep. It's yeah. no problem. Like I tried to make it as comfortable as possible. And the girl came back to be like the flirty and stuff. And I was like, until you come at like in that, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with someone having, I don't know what happened to her. I'm yeah. not, and I'm sure it's horrible. Right. Because I don't think you respond that way from like getting hugged too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I didn't, I, uh, for me, what you, if you're not coming at me with like a reasonable, like, Hey, this is just something yeah. going on in my life. It does. It sounds like you're not ready to be with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you don't know how to rationally explain it. I had another girl, she wouldn't, I, I, she would, she got mad at me because I would ask about her family. I'd be like, well, what's with, you know. What's your relationship with your family? Yeah. And and anytime I ask, why are you asking me about that? And I'm like, all right, I don't want to fuck you now. I, you know, like, um, I don't, yeah. all right, you, you know, it's like, there's this like doth protest too much, you right. know, where it's like, I know something's up. I know sex ain't going to help this. Well, that answer though, proved that she's probably pretty good at it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's probably true. I'm just saying like sex is one of those things that you're like, I want to mix this in. You know, it, it's uh, what's the analogy I'm looking for? It's like I, I sex is something I'm looking to to mix. You know, I don't. I'm not looking to mix hot sauce with my ice cream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to mix hot sauce with shit that goes with hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. There's certain things that like you have these freak out moments where I'm like, I ain't putting sex into that combo. Right. You know, <laughs> and, and yeah. just as any guy or girl where it's like you get one little subtle like freak out moment yeah. before you've gotten into a relationship or gotten with sex with someone. You're like, yeah, sex isn't going to help this. It's never once uncomplicated thing. Yes, this ever. is this is yeah. sex. Never once. That's a perfect line. <laughs> never uncomplicates things. So like I do think with her, if you're OK with it, which it sounds like she's perfectly OK with it. She's taking medication. She knows that there is. Uh, she's she's working on the issue, which is like the best thing you can do for herself. So yeah. th- there's so if you're presenting in the way you just presented this email, I don't think any guy would ever be like, oh, no, it doesn't. It sounds like you've already dealt with it. Right. And that's the kind of girl that guys are like, OK, it sounds like they're ready to like make a connection. Well, and I'm a, I'm a therapy person and my wife has gone to therapy individually, too. And she I'm much more open about stuff because we get to talk about it on stage and I yeah. genuinely don't have shame. Mm. So <laughs> she <laughs> was kind of like weird in how to broach that with her super Italian Catholic family because they're not necessarily the biggest believers in Freud. So yeah. he kind of taught her that, like, if you ease it in and talk about it as if you're going to the mental gym, it's the same exact thing. You're just yes. Working out your brain. You're if, developing all of the muscles in your brain I would that require. Ex- I would expect someone to be as freaked out by me saying, I can't eat badly tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I would be as, as I would be yes. freaked out by someone going, I can't have sex right now. You know, yep. like I would be freaked out in the same way. Of course. And and, and like because like listen, I'm trying to get healthy all the time. I don't like eating out a lot because I'm like, oh now I'm like, you know, I get in my head about it. But if I don't present it as like yeah, I just like I, if I was earlier in the night was just like I can't do dinner tonight. I gotta get healthy. I feel bad about myself. Right. If I said it in that way, that's different than getting to the dinner and sweating and being like I will only eat one leaf. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon. Where are we now on time? Are we good? Okay. Well, let's do one more email. Yeah, I think, and then we'll go to some news. Oh yeah. Slaying Poon at the wall. Okay. <coughs> the new wall? <coughs> We're going to find out. Dearest J Train, insert large feather. I'm a new listener and I'm all aboard the Juju Train. I recommend it to all my friends, coworkers, and family. Your podcast is the move. 
First question, I just turned 21 and I'll be transferring to a new school in the fall at, in quotes, The Wall. Game of Thrones reference. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I watched the sex scenes. <laughs> just the sex scenes. Yeah, egotasticallstars.com. Okay. Really great website. Good plug. <laughs> AKA Bumblefuck New York. I guess The Wall is far away. Okay. Is what we're going to find out. Via the thousands of snaps I get. Yeah, explained. well, I might know where this is, considering I went to school. Coming from a solid party school, how do I make this transition from public to private school correctly and lay the most pipe possible? I'll be living in a house off campus with my friends who both went to my previous school. Okay. So he's transferring with two buddies. In past podcasts, you've mentioned have having the pre-post-game post-gatherings, which is a good idea. My other friend who went, who attended to... Who went to attended my new school is going to introduce me to some of his frat. Uh, so his other friend who goes to the new school is going to introduce me to some of his frat friends during syllabus week. Second question: How can I use my this transfer to my advantage when wanting to pick up chicks? Picking up girls in my previous school was decent. Listen to your podcast, give me more knowledge and greater confidence in my hunt in the hunt. <laughs> oh my god! My house will be near the neighboring public school, so possibly more hope there. What do you think? I think, uh, well, from what he said with his, with his friend being able to mm. kind of uh, introduce him to yeah. his frat, I think that's great because sometimes when you transfer schools with a, with a friend or a group of friends, you can become super insular and then not have to meet other people. Yes. So it's really good that you're actually trying to find outreach and widen your circle. Mm -hmm. With the second point where how does he take advantage of that, I think girls sometimes like being a little bit of a tour guide. So if you yep. say, I'm the new guy in town, I really want to find out what this school is all about. My friends are here, but they're just trying to like, you know, go to the bar nonstop, blah, blah, blah. I just, mm. I would really like to know about this town. That big, big, great advice. Yeah. I think also, and to piggyback on this, and my antennas are going up again. <laughs> Got a little sense of this email. That he thinks the school he's coming from is a better party school right. than the one he's going to. Yeah. Leave that shit at home, buddy. Yep. Don't be, oh, in my town guy. Yeah. Don't be wearing That's, that old school's t-shirts around. Yeah. Don't be, oh, at my school, we play beer pong this way yeah. guy. That guy is the fucking worst. And you're living <laughs> with your two buddies from the old school. So there is the insular thing where yep. you guys could be like... Yeah, our old place. Well, guess what? You're at the new place. The old place is gone. Yeah. They don't even like you there. Embrace. Yes Embrace. and the new. Yes and the new. Get to the new place and want to be a part of their shit. Don't come in and listen. The time will come for you to bring new ideas and fun yep. parties and things you did from the old place. But don't walk in being like, oh, look at these idiots. Because <laughs> yeah. guess what? You're an idiot. Exactly. You're there with them. You're stuck there for three more years. So there's not there's a good way to walk in and there's a bad way to walk in. And right now, you're living with off campus with the two dudes at the school where you know big party school to the private school. They don't they don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they get? Uh, they've been doing better in school than you. So yeah. <laughs> that's why they're and in private school. Party really hard. All these private schools just doing that have different. It's just it's, different. Yeah. So don't walk in with a chip on your shoulder. Walk in like hey, and this is what and this is how you do it with chicks. Just like you said, the tour guide. When you go, like, you can, it's like meeting someone, like, older at your company. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to get in with older people at your company, ask them for advice. Yep. Ask, people love talking about themselves. Hey, what class, how was first semester? So you should, with any girls, just got here. What should I know? Right. You, do you like this? Who are the good houses? You got to be question asking. Don't come in telling these girls how hard you guys rocked it at the last place. <laughs> because guess what? They're going to look at you and go, fuck those guys. Yeah. And they're going to say, we don't need to hear. No one wants to hear how, how much cooler it is at a place they'll never go to. And that was like, that's like a guy that was all conference football in high school yeah. going to University of Miami and saying how good he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, get the fuck yeah, out of there here. There are people here who do it just as well and much better than yeah, you. exactly. I think also definitely – and you got off-campus housing. So mm -hmm. definitely – and they're going to be in some freshman classes too. So okay. the freshmen that are forced in the dorms aren't going to have that ability. So the move is post-game, not pre-game. No one wants to go to your place first. Because they don't know you. That's an on-campus thing. That's an, uh, yeah. uh, on campus. Also, you, they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Make your place. You and your two buddies go out together 
I'd be like, hey, we're new here. What's this school seems awesome. We'd be excited to be there. And then when you get with a go hang out as a threesome, you three dudes yeah. with your buddy who's from the other school, go be positive and have hat in hand. And then be like, yeah, back at our place, we got a case of champagne. Right. And have a case of champagne waiting. That case of champagne. What? You guys have champagne? Yeah case of champagne because it's different it's not you're just showing and you've prepared so it's not like you've just showing up to bud lights and right. natty lights wait what you have what yeah we got a case of champagne and some taylor swift some on the Corbell, on the ones and baby. twos <laughs> why don't you guys come over and check this shit out <laughs> and they're gonna go listen pr- public school guy came to party yeah i'm right yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com mike Cannon, thank you so much thanks for having me man fantastic to have you at I am Mike Cannon on Twitter and Instagram, July sixteenth. He's at New York Comedy Club. Go check it out. Two shows, two shows, seven and nine fifteen. You're gonna love it. Yamanika, a personal favorite of mine. Yeah, she's people loved best. her on this podcast. She'll be on the show. So go check it out. We'll be right back with news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back, Mike. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, thanks Fantastic. for having me, man. Uh, Shelby? Yep. At, at Classic <laughs> Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Correct. Where we've heard he's funny there. He really is, actually. I, so, I view his snaps quite often. Get involved. Uh, let's hear some news. I have some bad news for American pet owners. Okay. <laughs> you sound distraught. Bent out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) I know Mike has some cats. I do, and I'm allergic. Some cats. I have two. Okay. And I can't breathe whenever I'm with them. It's great. Why would you do this to yourself? Well, it's a long story. (laughs) It's a nightmare. I'm living a nightmare. (laughs) Says that dog obesity is up 158% from last year. Yeah. And what's new? Cat obesity up 169%. Yeah, because look at us. <laughs> what do you think? This is like kids with you know fat parents, fat kids, fat dog, fat cat. It's all fucking, this is all, this is what it is. And you can't scream at a pet be, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah, heart, heart disease is hereditary because you follow the actions of the people that bring you up. <laughs> So dog is looking at fucking, you know, Papa Bear just being like, oh, that guy eats like a pig. Yeah. I'm going to eat like a pig. So it's it's uh, this is not like this is from the no fucking shit bin. <laughs> I'll file that file. The, put it in <laughs> there. Do. Throw it in the bin. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised whatsoever. My friend, do- my friend Brendan's dog Bowser is an English bulldog. Yeah. And it's like exponentially looks like a fucking sausage that's about to explode on the pan every <laughs> new couple months. And I'm like, dude, he's like, it's new organic it's, food. I'm like, it's not. You're yeah. not doing that at all. I don't know. I'm sick of people's dogs. <laughs> You're I'm, done? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I hate this dog attitude. A dog heart attack would be fun to watch, though. I would the paw yeah, just, reaching just, up. <laughs> I yeah. toast. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that. Like, if you if like I, I think of dogs like I think of kids. I like my dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just don't. This whole we've gotten out of control. Where we're, I saw a woman outside that she was just like, Patsy, 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 come here. I was like, that's not a human. Yeah. Like, talk to it like demand. a dog. It's a fucking command. <laughs> Yank the fucking <laughs> leash. I don't know. We see it in New York. Just like the self-importance that people feel about dogs. And then if you complain even a little about someone's dog, you are a murderer. Every person that walks around the street with their dog on about an eight-foot like little, you know, circumference. Yeah. I want to actually unhook that dog and fucking hammer throw it into the <laughs> middle of Broadway. It's the absolute, and it's just because of their owner. I like dogs. It's just so weird if you say if you're just like like especially when you date. Like I hate the girls like you got, like gotta love a dog. Like mm. like it's just like if you're like ever like yeah I'm I'm cool with dogs like whatever like I was like I you know whatever they'll think you're a murderer. Right. But you could say the shittiest shit about cats. You could be like I fucking wipe my ass with cats and then fucking burn them on fire and they'd be like 
not everyone likes cats. <laughs> you know, cats aren't for everyone. Yeah, cat's you know? PR guy has dropped the ball. Yeah, what's with the cat PR guy? We need <laughs> we need a cat needs a, a new gay PR guy to help them out. Frank meow. Yes, Frank meow. We need to get like there's like Instagram account for angry cat. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's the only one we know is that they're probably angry. <laughs> they are, all are. My yeah. my cat, one of them is a full blown sociopath that just like when I got, I got food poisoning leaving Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh. and I was just like lurching, like all, constantly throwing up. And the one cat that typically likes me but is the alpha out of the two stood in the corner and just watched me intently as I was going <laughs> to the bathroom. And the other beta cat was following me in and out, making mm. sure I was okay. So the alpha was hoping that me, the alpha, was going to die so he would take my spot as the alpha of the apartment. Yes. That's the fucking mentality of a feline. Yeah, they're fucked up. Yep. I once, I was sleeping with this chick and she had a cat and the cat would always like get in the middle of us and start pushing me Ugh. on the back and I was like, this is like not, and then crawling all over you all night long. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is not a livable situation. <laughs> like, why isn't, like, why are we dealing with this? These should be outside. <laughs> like, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like this thing doesn't understand that, like, like you haven't taught it to not crawl on your head at three in the morning. Yeah. No, I have. Uh, I my cats know. But every once in a while, I'll wake up with one on my throat and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> I can't breathe and I have to move to the couch. It sucks. Uh, let's do one more story. Well, uh, what's your favorite chain restaurant? Chain restaurant. What's my favorite chain restaurant? Red Robin. Really? The yeah, make your own burger I think buffet. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's the one I've had most recently and was completely satisfied. I just I like um I like any place that's not Chipotle doing the Chipotle thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm Toros. into. Dos Toros. Like yeah. I like the any place that it doesn't have to be Mexican. Any place that's like oh, it's like any place that you would describe like it's it's Japanese, but they do it like Chipotle. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I can get a bowl and I can like go through the thing and put yep. all the things on it. Any place like that. They're, I just went to a Greek Chipotle place in oh, Boston. Nice. They have them for everything now, yeah. and I am in. If you have a place where there's a bowl and the base can be something that's not a carb, but it replaces a carb, yep. I'm in. You ever go to that Dig In place down? Love Dig In. I was my there last night. Fucking favorite. Dig In. That's another place. They're just yep. they're just like healthy Chipotle. Yep. And then there's there's Dos Toros, which is like non diarrhea Chipotle. <laughs> and then there's Dig In. And then there's you know like the salad place down the street. That's pretty good. Just salad. Not that, just salad. No. Just salad can go fuck itself. Oh. Sweet green. Yeah, that's right. the king of the salad places right now for me. I've but any never place, met somebody with such animosity. <laughs> well, salad. because sweet green is so good that you're like, we've been getting fucked. Yep. Like it's not that more expensive. It's but you're like, wait, how, why is this salad place a hundred million times better yes. than the other ones? And it's because the other ones are fucking up. That's how I felt when Shake Shack came along. And I was yeah. like, wait a second, these burgers cost the exact same amount as a why, McDonald's. Why are you Big fucking Mac. with me? What the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, what's this? Yeah, and it's not pink jizz. That, that's, that's how I felt with, that's how I felt with Uber too. I remember when I got an Uber back for the first time from Boston to my uh, hometown in Needham. Mm -hmm. I remember the uh cabs from Boston and Needham used to be like $150. Jesus. It was like it was like a ridiculous cab ride. Then Uber comes along and it's like 40 bucks right. and i was like wait a minute <laughs> you, you've been screwing up like it was like just it wasn't that i was happy with uber it was that i was mad at the raping i'd been right, getting right. from the cab company like oh you were you could have been taking you you've been getting a hundred like 200 percent more money yeah yeah but what's i mean the, what's uber <laughs> also cuts out the pay for their employees so that's yeah. probably why it's well, reasonable what what's why what's wrong with these what, what was the story? Was there a news story? No. No, <laughs> no that's just, uh, just a general question. <laughs> Turns out millennials, the favorite restaurant, Olive Garden, and they're having like crazy sales the past couple wow. years. Well, the OG, I will say this. In college, we used to do like dinners together yep. and we'd go to the OG. Yep. Um, and it's a fantastic experience. Not all uh, Salad breadsticks alone, that's a great deal. It's also like... A, the one, try your best. Let me tell you right now, anyone, anyone who visits New York City, try your best to get a resi 
at the Times Square Olive Garden. It's impossible. Exactly. It's impossible. See how easy it is. It is not fucking easy. It's also during the weekday. Also, like they have time. yeah. Also, they have whole wheat pasta, Ooh. which, as Tom Papa said to us, it might, we, I, I guess he said that it's just horrible for you, anyways. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. But I, at least I can convince myself yeah, it's a placebo. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm like think I'm doing something right. But love the OG. So let me add two more chain restaurants that I love. Sure. Uh, Charlie Brown's Steakhouse. Don't know it. It's great. It's okay. uh, mostly like a suburban thing. I think it might be kind of mostly New York. And also Perkins. Have you had per- Perkins? Can't go to a Perkins. No? I just think of... Pancakes? I, I, I don't know. I just... I, I, I look at... A, Perkins to me, just the name of it. Perkins I, I reminds me of my family before we broke up. So there's yeah, probably so mostly they, sentimental attachment. Back home, my favorite fast food was D'Angelo. I've never heard of it. It's a sub place. The number nine, baby. Oof. Great. And they do, they do stuff in pitas. Uh, all I did was picture that uh, naked R&B artist. D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's his place. There's a mural of him naked with a leaf over his That was his, his fallback plan. Yeah. Mike Cannon, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me, man. I am Mike Cannon on Twitter and Instagram. July 16th, New York Comedy Club. Go get tickets now. It's going to sell out. Sounds like it's going to sell out. It's already half sold out. So so, we're far enough away where it's going to sell out. So get your tickets now. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Classic Shelb on all platforms. I'm Jared Freed. We do these podcasts every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!